What episode is it? Uh, 14? 13? Are you sure about that? I think it's 14. Okay. Hey guys! Welcome to another episode of Coffee Run. This is Anna and Mary. Hello! It's you. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) And on today's episode, we have a super duper special guest. So please give it up for our guest. You want to introduce our guest? (laughs) You do it. He's your friend. (laughs) Okay, so we have our friend Mathis. Hi. He's gonna from the podcast. Hello and adieu. So it was really fun because a couple of weeks ago we got to guest star in their show, and now we're gonna have Mathis and John, the host of Hello and Adieu, come into our show and talk about things. Things. Because and stuff. this is a podcast. Yeah. Lots of things and a few stuffs. Yeah, because this is a podcast, and that's what you do. <laughs> Anyway, so you want to tell us a little bit about yourself, Mathis, um, your life, your super cool mic. My life? <laughs> I mean, you don't have to go into detail, but just kind of like... You know, so I'm, people, using, so I'm using the coolest mic are. right now. I could probably talk about the mic as long as I could talk about my life. Like, I could talk about both for a half hour. Uh, let's I won't. not do that. I won't do yeah. that. I'm Good. just really pumped about my mic. Yeah, so, so like uh, Anna was saying, I'm a co-host at Hello and To Do, which is a podcast I do with my best friend, John. Uh, I currently live in L.A. L.A. I'm living it up in the city, as they say in that, whatever that song is, Uptown <laughs> Funk. Yeah, uh, I work as an editor for a small production company, but uh, I'm a writer. I'm a writer at heart. That's what I'm doing right now with my life. And me and Anna are producing a movie together right now. So that's my current uh, my current thing in the works. Or our current thing in the works. Yeah, we're super duper excited. I don't know why I'm using super duper like over and over. Because you're it like... really is like all of our current thing in the works. Because now Mary's working on the project. Right? Yeah, don't ask me how I got involved because I have no clue. But I'm there. It's communal, doing what? You know? I have no People idea. People just throwing in effort, throwing in. It's gonna be a fun summer. Here. I'm good, like, uh, like as a cheerleader. I can do that. You can be our cheerleader on yeah. set. I can do that. You can. Speaking can you bring coffees? Uh, sure. Why not? <sighs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of summer, I was watching the LA Snapchat story on Sunday. And this Sunday, they did the High School Musical 4 casting call, and people were snapping from it. And there was just lines and lines and lines of people our age, like, waiting and just hanging out. And they're all, like, singing High School Musical and just having a blast. And then, like, Corbin Blue shows up and gives them all a pep talk. And he does, like, the whole Wildcats chant thing. And I was like, why am I not at this casting call? I should be there. Granted, I don't sing. And I don't dance. You know you I can't. Can... <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? You know High School Musical too. how Corbin Blue is like, I don't dance. I say you can't. Not just... Well, okay. That was a High School right, Musical yeah. reference. But you have to be able to sing to do that song, ironically. So I could just be hanging out in the background, though, you know? Man, I should have yeah. gone to that casting call. Me Maybe too. it was like my chance to be the new Gabriella. I mean, I do look 16. Like, I could still play a high school yeah. Person. I could pass for high school. I, I can somewhat yeah. sing. 
I mean, I'm, I'm like a Disney Channel singer, like, not super good, but, you know, you can auto, like, I'm decent. You can auto to me to sound great, like all the Disney Channel stars. Yeah. Like all the Disney Channel stars, yeah. Yeah. The sad part is that I actually live in L.A. and didn't go, so you can be like, I should have been there, but it's like, I really should have been there. <laughs> it's down the road. That, down, that, the road. down the road. Like, right there in the corner. Down the road. You have to take, like, a freeway, wait, like, an hour and 45, and, and then you'll be there. Um, yeah, yeah, basically, that's that's the speaking real Speaking of High School Musical 4, I'm not happy about it. Like, Me neither. I feel like Sharpay, whenever she's singing the status quo, and she's like, this is not what I want, and it's yeah. not what I plan. Like, I wanted, like, a reunion with the original cast. Me too. That doesn't make Zac any Efron. sense. Well, then I don't want a reunion. Like, I don't want another High School Musical 4. Here's how I think it's going to go. There's going to be new kids in a high school and some of the old cast will have cameos because they'll still be in the area or involved in the school in some way. Like Sharpay will be a mentor in the theater department or something like that, you know. Well, that's sad for her. That's so sad for Sharpay because she went to New York. Yeah, and then she that's ends true. up maybe like, it as shouldn't a teacher. Be her. I mean, but maybe yeah. it'll be she'll have a whole arc where she'll be down on her luck, and New York didn't work, and then. But she'll she had like her own spin-off movie, the the movie, which no, 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 she it had sucked. her. It was really bad, but she ended up like like at the end of the movie, she ends up. Correct me if I'm wrong, like starring in her own Broadway musical I with her no dog. Clue. Wasn't that the spin-off movie? Yeah. yeah, that's what we're saying. The Fabulous oh. Sherpay Adventure of Life. I think you're right. I never watched that. You know, I do claim that I am a High School Musical fan, but I have not, not seen Not a true that. fan. I watched it. I mean, I, I, the only reason why I watched it was because my little cousin wanted to see it. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, sure. Whatever. You love Sharpay. <laughs> just because, okay, like, disclaimer alert, just because I have some similarities with Sherpay. Because you're blonde as well? <laughs> She's not blonde, you guys. <laughs> no, I mean, like, personality-wise. Doesn't mean I love Sherpay. Oh, my God, you're so not like Sherpay. Well, I'm not a Gabriela, that's for sure. No, but you're not a Sherpay. <laughs> Maybe I'm a Ryan. <laughs> I mean, if Anna's any character, she's Sharpay, though. Like, Anna is a subtle or a... Uh, a regular a nice, version of that character. A nice version of Sharpay, I, I like to think. Okay, we'll go with that. <laughs> Y'all are okay. so rude. Okay, so <laughs> um, moving on. So on today's episode, we're going to talk about Game of Thrones Yay. and our part playlist. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and our playlist, our monthly playlist, which, by the way, because Matt is, is just starting on today's episode, he gets to collaborate with us on the playlist. Yeah. Guys, and this playlist is awesome. I was listening to it all day, and I was like, wow, we did a good job. So we're talking about that, <laughs> and then we're talking about Ken and the whole controversy of high heels. Yeah. Well, that's a topic. And then, so yeah. <laughs> Today's episode is going to be a lot of fun, so stick around, stick around. So, playlist. Playlist. So, as you guys know, every month we make a playlist with lovely jams for you, and... Um, this month, like, is, is great. It's a really great playlist, and I'm not just saying it because <laughs> I curated the playlist, like, it's actually a really good playlist. So, as you guys know the drill, like, 
I pick five songs, Mary picks five songs. Or six. <laughs> or six. <laughs> I was going to say, someone, someone overindulged <laughs> when I counted it. Um, together we pick, well, this month we picked four songs together. I think so, yes. And then Mathis picked five songs. Yeah. So let's talk about why we picked those songs. I guess you start because you were the one who <laughs> kind of went a little bit crazy <laughs> with this playlist, Mary. I don't know what you're talking about, but yes. So uh, my first song is No Money by, I don't know, how do you say this? Sorry. Let me, Gal- let me go look at it. I'll see. Gal- Galantis? Galantis. Yeah. Galantis. Okay. So it's just a great jam, you know, summer it's jam. Really fun. To it's dance. so fun. You know? Yeah. And I also, I never have money, so I can relate <laughs> to that song a lot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to confirm or deny that statement, but maybe my bank account will, so. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, okay, so my you know, next. You know I'm fine with being your sugar mama. I know. All the time. I know. Um, so my next song is Sex by Cheat Codes. That's um, so scandalous, Mary. Why would you put that? <laughs> Why is that scandalous? <laughs> because it says sex a lot of times in the song. No. Now, now, Mary, you know that's a cover, right? Oh. Yeah, like the original is... Well... You I didn't know it was a cover. It was even covered in Pitch Perfect. Will, I have no idea. <laughs> Will, I have no idea. You. Now I'm embarrassed. It's, so let's move on to the next song. It's a fantastic cover, though. <laughs> it's, it's a really good remix of the song. Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, I don't know, and I'm embarrassed because I normally know this stuff. So I'm just going to move on to the next song. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's uh, Never Be Like You by <laughs> Flume. Do you say it like that, Flume? Yeah. yeah. I don't know, I just like that song a lot. I, I had no idea that you've released a new song. Yeah, it's just, it's catchy. I like it. Uh, then one of my favorite songs at the moment <laughs> is, uh, yeah, it's Raging by, how do you say, Kygo, Kigo? Kygo. Kygo and Caudaline, because I love them both. You love And them. then, like, together, they're the best. Yeah. You know how nice. that works. And then, I can't even, like, my last, well, it's not my last song, but <laughs> it should be my last song. Uh, it's uh, Bored to Dead. It's the new song by Blink-182. Because it's who so doesn't good. love Blink? I'm not, I gotta be honest, you guys, I wasn't a fan. I, I, love, I, I, I felt old. like I was taken back in time as soon as I started listening to that song. I know, right? It was so cool. I loved it. It was very touching. <laughs> very touching. Uh, and then another like favorite <laughs> of mine at the moment is Needed Me by Rihanna. Because, I mean, who doesn't love Rihanna in like, a good song about, you know, boys? Well, let me tell you, I don't love Rihanna, but when that song came on, I was like, this is really good. I yeah. really like that song. Same, same. Feel you, bro. Okay, so my <laughs> turn. <laughs> no, I'm not. A, I'm, you know what? I feel like every time I talk about the songs I pick, I'm just like, oh yeah, I picked this song because it's great. You know, it's, it's just a great song. It's just like so much fun. <laughs> it, it's okay though. We all have our reasons. Okay. Um, You're not lying. They all are fun songs. Okay, and this is the part where we get like it. It tones down a bit. Yeah. I, I would say in this playlist. After what? this, like, 
we bring it down a notch, like, you know, because oh. it's all like, yeah, party, yeah. Yeah, honestly, ah. just based on what I know about both of you, I was like, okay, I know which songs are Mary's and which ones are Anna's. Also, Spotify tells you that, but, <laughs> but okay. Oh, I didn't even look at that. I forgot that was a feature. I swear to God, I did not even look at that. Okay, um, so the first <laughs> song I pick is actually one of my favorite songs ever, like in the history of... Ever. Ever, like in the really? history... Yeah. This song? Wow. Was that a shocker? Yeah, I mean, I really like this song a lot, but like ever? That's a yeah. bold statement. The song's existed for a month. That's not even true, Mathis. This song has been out since like 2013. I know, but you know what I mean. Anyways, continue. <laughs> okay, so this song is by the Fleet Foxes, and it's Mykonos. Um, oh, I was on a totally different wavelength. <laughs> <laughs> I know which song you were thinking, but it's not that one. We're not yeah, there my yet. My playlist is in a different angle, or not angle, uh, order. I'm just not going to open my mouth until you say the titles from now on. <laughs> yeah, I know which song you, you meant, which is coming up, but no. So this song is by the Fleet Foxes, <laughs> and it's so great because it's telling a story um, of <laughs> a runaway lover and um his brother grieving okay. the runaway lover and i just love how they set up the story because at the middle of the song the song is really long it's like six minutes which is pretty long for a song like um but at the middle of it like there's like a complete change in the mood and the tone and everything so i just love that um mm -hmm. then the other song i have no clue how i found this van honestly but that's like half of my music Really? like 80%, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, this next song is Drive by Oh Wonder. And I feel like I like a lot of songs that deal with breakup, even though my... my You're not dealing with breakup? Yeah, ever. Because <laughs> I have no love life whatsoever. But <laughs> um, Drive is a great song because, fun story, when I'm driving... <laughs> love it out, Mary. <laughs> Um, Drive is a great song because when I'm in my car alone, one of my favorite things, uh, I actually used to do this a lot with my sister when I, when I couldn't drive, when I wasn't old enough to drive. I would get my sister uh, to drive me places, right? But what? Because that's what you do when you have an older sister and you can't drive. What do you mean? I'm the older sister. <laughs> well, okay, just move on. Anyway, so what we, what we used to do is that... Um, we're kind of like closeted singers, you know? Yeah. So we would, she would sing melodies and I would sing harmonies and it would always be kind of like a game, like trying to find a harmony of a song. And with this song, as soon as I played it, I was like, oh, I found the harmony like the first time. And it was like, yay, I can sing this in my car. Um, so would this be a song that you would sing with your sister a lot if she still lived at home? I mean, I don't know if my sister would like this because this is like not the kind of stuff she listens to. But it's just okay. one of the things that I was able to find the harmony so quick that I was like, oh, yeah, I can sing this on my car. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, the next song in this playlist is by one of my favorite singers. Uh, it's by Brooke Fisher, and the song is called Jack Herak. It's uh, catchy. It's so catchy. It's definitely a summer, like beginning of summer song. And mm -hmm. what I love about Brooke Fraser is that she's such a smart lyricist. Like, she has a couple of songs that resemble 
um, different authors. Like she has a, a song about C.S. Lewis. She has one with Jack Kerouac. She has one with this French author, which I can't remember at the top of my head. But I love this one because, um, so everybody knows, I think by now, that On the Road by Jack Kerouac is like one of my favorite books. So yeah. it's like a good, like, oh, I'm on the road, like Jack, Jack Kerouac, you know, it's pretty fun. <laughs> okay. The next song. Now, this is the song you were talking about, Mathis. Maybe. It, Go. It's one of two songs. We'll see. Go. W- which one do I think it is? No. No, Go. Go. <laughs> the song is Go. Oh. Okay. No, I actually thought you were talking about the other one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I was talking about okay. M83's new song, Go. Um, they've released their Such album. Such a good song. Right? Uh, they released, which by the way, uh, fun fact, I had no clue they released an album uh, until Mathis sent me a message being like, have you listened to the new album? And I was like, now? And then I listened to it and I was like, oh, where have I been? Where has this been all this my life? This is accurate. This is exactly how that happened. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Then my last song, um, for okay, my I part. Have, I have a story for this song. So last month I told Anna, we were like, um, like looking for... For songs to add to our April playlist. And I I told her, why don't we add this song? It's really good. And she was like, uh, now. I don't know what the song is. Yeah. And now, here it is. This is a really fun song. Like, I love this song. This is one of those songs that I actually wish that I had somebody to sing this to. Like, it's one of those, like, it's so beautiful. And it's so fun. Um, and the song I'm talking about is Youth. Is that the song? That's the song you meant, right? Yeah. I yeah, was I mean, gonna add that to this playlist like if you guys didn't add it. It's so great, like it's such a great song, and I'm completely in love with this song. Like it's my jam. Mm-hmm. I brush my teeth to it. Like I drive through the song. Like I get ready to do the song. This is like the song. Like I could have a playlist with this song like on repeat for like 40 times and be just that fine. Would be annoying. No, I wouldn't. I mean, I I totally agree. <laughs> I could be. I could I could loop this song so many times. Me too, like, it's not even funny. Um, Anyway, so then the songs that we picked together, we had to have this in here. Like, Justin, JT came out with a new song. It's for a great movie. Well, it looks like a great movie. Um, Can't Stop the Feeling, of course. It just makes you want to (laughs) dance. I feel like (laughs) this is, like, the new happy. Like, this is going to be the new happy in the Academy Awards. And I don't know how I feel about that because I hate happy. Happy was yeah, fun. Yeah, this for is like, actually a great song from yeah. the get-go. And Happy was never a good song, <laughs> yeah. at least for me. It yeah, was never right. good. But Can't Stop the Feeling like is one of those songs that you listen to and you start like It's the summer jamming. jam, like guaranteed. For sure. Then, as Mary would like to put it, this is the, <laughs> the white girl anthem. The of new the white summer. <laughs> of the summer. Which is This Is What You Came For by Kelvin Harris and Rihanna. Yeah, because we had to have that in there because we're like secretly white girls. Secretly. <laughs> and you can never have too much Rihanna, apparently. Apparently, according yeah. to Mary. And then um, the last song we added together, Mary wasn't too... too. I wasn't very sure about this song, but I mean... I mean, like, okay. So James Blake, who is also one of my favorite um, songwriters ever, uh, came out with his new record. <laughs> I was like, wait, he came out with what? No, he came out with his new record like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And he has a song with Bon Iver, who happens to be like one of my favorite 
people like bands and musicians. Well, he's not a band; he's a musician. No. <laughs> in the world, um, so they they collaborated because they're like super good buddies, and they made "I Need a Forest Fire," and it's so good. It's like I'm feeling this jam. Like it just yeah, you just it hits me. It. No, it hits me. Like when I listen like to this. Funny to me. <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's, like, different. Like, when I heard the song for the first time, I got chills, like... Okay. And I wanted to cry a little. Uh, but you always want to cry a little? Like, a little. Okay. Okay. So, uh, Mathis, your songs. I was very okay. pleased with your song selection, by the way. Did you listen to my songs? Um, well, I, I knew them. Yeah. You knew all of them? Um, yeah. Um... Maybe not. Maybe not one. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. I knew. I, I knew, knew the first. I knew like one, two. The only one I didn't three. know was um, "I'm Waiting for the Day." That's okay. the only one I Anyways, didn't know. Go on. No, it's not. You knew that song. You must have known that song. Okay. Anyways, we'll get to it. <clears throat> so my first song is "Ophelia" by so the Lumineers, so and it's the oh single God. from their new album. And I added Ophelia because um, I really like the way the Lumineers sing about sad things because it's very nuanced and it doesn't make you like, it doesn't put you in a state, in like a certain state of sadness. Like it doesn't drop the mood yeah. at all. Yeah. And I like that a lot. And I like, in Ophelia especially, I like how he, uh, he breaks the notes. Like they're really raspy. And the, I honestly think the song is made by the, by the roughness of it. Like, it's better because it's not perfect. And okay. and it just has that chant vibe. Like, Lumineers have such a chanty, like, stompy uh, voices or instruments kind of feeling, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the second one, the second one is Always by Great Good Fine OK. And this song... I'm going to stop you right there. That is, like, the greatest name for a band. Like, yeah. I'm in a band. What's it called? Great, Great Good, Good Fine, Fine OK. okay. Every time I tell anybody about them, they always say that. They're like, that is the coolest band name. Because it is. And then they ask you, how are you guys? Great, Great good and fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, this song just came out. Like, I was looking for songs to add to the playlist, and I was like, oh my gosh, they have a new single. And I heard it, and I was like, I'm putting that on the playlist. And everything they release, I fall in love with. I just really, really love the sound of... Great, good, fine, okay. Uh, and then the second one is also them with uh, Panama Wedding. And it's uh, another cover on this playlist. And it's Easy Lover, which I did not realize was a cover until I started playing it. And I was like, this is definitely a Phil Collins song, who I also yes. love a lot. And it's a, it's a really, really fun cover. And I love them because I can't think of many other bands right now who are very funk driven funk. and they have a lot of funk in their music i would agree and also when i was listening to it 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 took me a while like on the second listen i was like i heard this song before somewhere easy lover yeah and then i was like yeah, oh that's... my mother used to play this because my mom is a mm -hmm. huge phil collins fan i feel like every mom is a yeah, phil collins for fan. sure every mom is like, like every mom is a fan of coldplay like my mom doesn't mom. like coldplay though oh but yeah, she I was loves say, I don't Phil think Collins. my mom likes Coldplay. <laughs> okay. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think... My mom doesn't listen to a lot of uh, new stuff, though, so that's probably why. Same with my madre. 
My mom not. My mom's like very hip. You know? That's so cool. <laughs> I like you're putting your hand up like she hits she hits the top of the hip scale. Like she's <laughs> tapping it out. Um and your your next your uh, your last two songs. Maybe? No, your your next song, which oh. is one of my favorite songs. Ever. I was gonna say it's like on like top twenty. Is, like on top twenty. You're talking about I'm waiting for the day? Mm -hmm. Yes. Why did you say that was the one that you didn't know? Because <laughs> I was making a joke. Was so oh, funny. I was like, <laughs> it just seems so serious. And I was like, you must know this song. Okay, so the next song <laughs> is I'm Waiting for the Day by the Beach Boys. And it's from their infamous album, Pet Sounds. Why which infamous? I, wanted to add like, I don't think it's an infamous album. If Critically acclaimed album. One of the greatest go. albums of all time. There you go. And I wanted to add it to this playlist because... Um, because on Monday, it was the 50th anniversary of the album, and it's just sort of like an honoring and a remembrance of how great it is. And I was trying to pick a song that was one of my favorites from the album and wasn't uh, exponentially sad, so I kind of <laughs> landed on on this song. I was going to ask, um, because I figure you you put that song in there because of their anniversary, like the 50... Was it 50 or 55? Uh, it's 50th the 50th anniversary but i was like that's such a random song to pick from the beach boys like if any I, I, well, i'm so basic i would have posed um god only knows god only knows <laughs> but okay. that's just me i mean yes <laughs> <laughs> i just love the uh the drums throughout it that was like that's one of the reasons why i love the song so much it's all that timpani just like Bum, 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 ba bum, bum, bum. Like, it's very, uh, it's kind of like the Lumineers thing, you know, like the, the, uh, the bigness of that sound I really enjoy and the rhythm of it. And then, so I added a song from The Life of Pablo, Kanye's newest album, and. The greatest album of all times, according to Kanye. Yeah, it's like number one, Life of Pablo. Number two, Pet Sounds. <laughs> um, just kidding. But ever since this album came out, I've been listening to it uh, nonstop. And I really wanted to add, there was like several songs I wanted to add. I wanted to add Wolves because Wolves is a, a great song. But the funny thing about this new album is there's so many versions of it. And the version of Wolves on Spotify is not good, in my opinion. And I was like, I'm not putting that on the playlist. I don't even enjoy it. So the 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 song that comes before it is Real Friends, which is the one I did put on the playlist. And this, this whole phase of the album is when it gets a little less uh, poppy and showy, and it gets more like uh, That's more Kanye. And it's just Kanye, like speaking <laughs> from his... Uh, from his heart. unfiltered uh, heart, you know, like I, I fully believe he's speaking from a very uh, vulgar but also very intimate space, and and I really, really like this song. This is the other end of the, uh, you know how the Lumineers, I'm like, it's sad, but it's not moody. Well, this is like sad and moody yeah. at the same time. I would agree. Uh, I mean, I enjoy the life of Pablo. Secretly, like Me too. in my closet, Secretly. I want I want to admit it to the public, even oh, though I just it's did. It's out there now. It's out there I now. I knew it. You guys liked it. <laughs> um, but I do gotta say that Kanye is one of those 
or at least this one. It's one of those albums I can't listen to, like, at all day or day, because I get moody. Like, I'm like... Yeah. Oh. It's very moody, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, but I would agree. I mean, I think this song especially is a reminder why we like Kanye in the first place. Well, sure. Why you like Kanye? Well, I mean, it just re- reminds me of his earlier, like, rap albums that were very rap-driven, you know, because yeah. then he kind of became a little bit pop-ish, R-B-ish, kind of, you know, more mainstream, I guess we can say. <laughs> Again... You being a hipster. Shut up! I'm not a hipster. Oh my god. Um, but I, I agree. Mary, your eyes almost got stuck in your head. You rolled them so hard just now. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if they're coming back down. <laughs> there was so much sass in that that body language. <laughs> when I'm standing next to you, it doesn't even look like I'm a sassy person. It's unreal. I'll take that as a compliment. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's her playlist, you guys. Check it out. It's on Spotify. You can find it. It's the- a lot of fun. Yeah. You can it's actually cohesive. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, you can find it on our Twitter. Yeah. Or on Spotify. Yes. 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 So Boom. Oh, but like um an advice to you guys, if you're gonna listen to it, I will say like put it on shuffle. Yeah. So it's like a mix, you know? You get the best of three worlds. You get the best of both worlds. But it's not both worlds. Like, it's three. And you get the show. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. So, this is a part of the podcast where we're going to talk about Game of Thrones. So, if you have not seen the latest episode, episode five, four, what episode is this? I think we just four. watched episode four. If four. you have not episode seen four. episode four of season six. Six. Of Game of Thrones, this is a part where you go see, like, you go watch the episode, or you just fast forward 10 minutes yeah. and come back. So you don't get any spoilers, or if you don't care, just stick around. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that was, like, the greatest opening for an episode in that the entire... That was my favorite part. Like, seriously, I cried. <laughs> Me too. I was bawling my eyes out. I mean, I'll, honestly, I didn't cry, but I almost cried. <laughs> I was crying. <laughs> because you always cry. I- I didn't cry, but, like, there was just shivers all down my body. <laughs> like, they just did it so well. I was like, this is so somber. Like, John and Sansa haven't seen each other since, what is it, like, the second episode of the first season or the third yeah. episode of the first season? Like, I don't know, but it's, it's been, been so, so long. long. It's been <laughs> so long, you guys. And what got to me, what what made me cry was whenever John was like, where we go like it was a we like we're a family now again and it's just i feel like sansa has been through so much she's a different sansa i'm telling you i I told you this from like episode one and i told you she's a different person no i mean after all she's been through i would hope she would be a different person (laughs) like you just don't go through that and stay the same they have that conversation inside by the fire when they're like eating and drinking and Sansa's like, I was a really, I was a really terrible sister to you. And so that whole conversation is like showing like Sansa is not the person that we knew like in the beginning yeah, of the show yeah. at all. That was a great, like, I thought they handled that so well. Yeah, me too. Uh, they did. Because when I was talking with a friend, he was like, I just didn't understand that scene. That was unnecessary. And I was like, excuse me, that just gave us. <laughs> Who like, are you? Get out of my face exactly. and go watch the episode again and change your opinion. <laughs> exactly. Because I felt like that scene, like it was so subtle, but it just revealed so much 
um, of their dynamic yeah. as siblings. Yeah. Um, because, like, you would assume that John was closer to Raw than and all the boys were around his couch. <laughs> the Nork remembers. <laughs> um, but I, I'm definitely, like, I'm looking forward to see how they're going to take back Winterfell. Like, that's going to be fun. Yeah, and um, I think it'll have something to do with Littlefinger. Me too. Um, before we go oh, into yeah. Littlefinger, I thought it was hysterical. I know it wasn't supposed to be funny. But the letter of Ramsey, yeah. <laughs> like I could just picture Ramsey in his yeah, desk writing, writing the letter. And, like, and it was super repetitive too. It felt like a prose. I was like, this guy was having a ball writing the letter. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that was so weird. I know it wasn't supposed to be funny, but I was like, but it, was. <laughs> it was so funny. Oh God. Maybe so you just imagine him bad. having a ball writing that terrible letter? Yes. And that's why you started laughing? Yeah. And you both thought it was funny? Were you watching it together? Yeah. No. <laughs> That's so crazy. Well, I, I mean, could imagine him sitting there grinning slyly while he wrote it, like, I'm the best. Truth being like, oh, this is a great line. Like, ha, oh, ha, ha. Yeah, <laughs> good job. I, yeah. I see it. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm so trying, good at this. Yeah. Covered all my bases. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what was the line he kept repeating over and over it's in like the letter. Come and see or something. Come and see. And then he, he kept calling him, like, bastard of the... Yeah, like, something wait, like that, but it was like, come and see, come and see. <laughs> it was like, this guy's having yeah. too much fun with this letter. Oh, God. Um, what else did I like? Oh, that scene between uh, that, like, wildling and Brienne. Oh, my goodness. Don't tell me you ship them. Oh, I ship them so much. You ship everything. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you know what scene we're talking about, right? The scene between the wildling and Bran? No, Brienne. When they're like in the dining room eating. Brienne. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that scene. Oh. <laughs> Littlefinger. Um, I have a love and hate relationship with Littlefinger. I hate him. I don't have a love hate relationship. You shouldn't love Littlefinger. Cause Anna he's... does not have a love hate. Anna has a love relationship <laughs> with Littlefinger. I agree with you, Mathis. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if we're being honest here, I do. Um. Literally, I watched the episode and Anna is texting me about it. And she's like, I'm so happy to see Littlefinger again. And I was like, who says that? What are you talking about right yeah, now? Yeah, no. That's um, He's a terrible person. He is. But he makes things so interesting. Like on the show. like no, every, he makes things complicated but and bad ev- for everyone except for himself. But... <laughs> I just think that... No, no, no. You have no excuse. You have no excuse. No, I'm not trying to justify my love for Littlefinger. Um, I have a thing for bad boys. Actually, I don't. Um, no. <laughs> I was like, no. Um, my thing with Littlefinger is that he's going to make things fun and interesting. Because as of now, everything looks like the Starks are going to get back to Winterfell. Everything's going to be happy. It's going to be a good ride. But this is Game of Thrones. You can't have that. <laughs> you cannot have your cake and eat it. Because when you play the Game of Thrones, you either die or you die. Or something <laughs> like that. That's what the, that's the quote, right? Sure. Sure, yes. Yes. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a great scene, though, with the... I feel like every scene that... Uh, what's this, the little king... Aaron? I hate him, too. How <laughs> every, scene because he makes girl. it so awkward, like... Literally, I was trying to think in all the scenes he's been ever in the show. And I'm like, they can't 
top the awkwardness of the previous no they did <laughs> like oh i'm feeling yeah. so awkward about it now it that was a really good scene i think that was done really well yeah <laughs> i i mean sure why not was it it was in the last episode that bran is watching the sword fight with his father or is that the episode before no that's the last episode that was in this last episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that was crazy because that moment at the very end when he when he yells out to his dad and he's like thinks that something's happening like he can kind of feel another presence there i was like wait what is happening like what does this mean is bran going to talk in the past and what does it mean something that me and john were talking about uh was when he comes back and he's having the fight with the guy in the tree and he's like uh frustrated they threw that line in there don't worry you're not going to be here long you have things you have to go do and we were like that was so important because everybody is thinking that if Bran turns into the guy in the tree, I'm going to be so upset because he has so much potential for a great storyline. I don't think he will. Yeah. Plus, whenever he no, was he like, won't. you need to see everything, I was like, oh. because very exciting. Because like what we were talking about, I think, last episode is nobody really knows what's the past in 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 the Seven Kingdoms. Like yeah. They just know the stories. They're just going to hurt them. It's kind of almost like a legend. But nobody really knows how they are. And I guess the first glimpse of that was when Bran uh, went back and and watched the real story yeah. Um, yeah. and saw the truth, you know? Um, because all this time he thought that his dad had killed the super yeah. powerful word. Well, guess what? No, honey, he didn't. So imagine Just- all the other stories. And we're, we're talking about that. Ned Stark was like a good, honest man. And he kind of twisted the story to his advantage. But I mean, also telling that the other guy killed him, like, from the back, that's... Uh... Yeah. But just imagine all the other stories, like the Targaryen stories and the Lannister stories. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And Brain has always, like, I remember, like, from season one, I mean, he's always been a little bit irrelevant. But if you look back, I think the way we're introduced to Bran in Game of Thrones, like, episode one, uh, he discovers something that nobody knew back then, which was Cersei. That's a really interesting point. They kind of just set it up from the front that Bran would learn things before anybody else would. Yeah. That's too profound. Like <laughs> To echo sort of what you were saying, Anna, about, um, like, they don't know the past. Like, there's things that they don't know for sure. Um, or they don't know how they exactly happened. Something that I thought was great was that when John comes back to life, the red woman, her first question is like, what'd you see? Where were you? Who was there? And, and he's like, I didn't, I didn't see anything. And her immediate response is that was cause you had to come back. But you can tell that lurking in the back of her mind is like, my life is built up by my religion and my beliefs and what I understand the afterlife to be. And, there might not actually be any afterlife because you have that first time that she doubts her powers yeah. at the beginning of the season. And then you get to this moment where she's like, okay, Stannis isn't going to be the king. Um, I don't know what's real anymore. I don't know who the real God is. I don't know if there is no God and we're all alone. Like John saw nobody. Is that because he was supposed to come back? You know? And I just, that was a great moment. It's like everything that these characters know is just 
up in the air. Like, yeah. do they know anything? It's definitely really fun. And talking about connections to season one, the end of the episode with Miss Danny Targaryen, Ooh. Mother of Dragons, was That's something like I saw on the internet. Yes, Khaleesi. Yes, Khaleesi. Not yes, Khaleesi. Yes, Queen. Yes, Khaleesi. That was such a good scene. Like, it was so well done. And, you know, because she had the chance to run away. But she was like, no, I want to face him because she's such a a queen. Yeah, she is. Well, do you think think they would have got away? She knew what she was doing. Yeah, plus everybody was in her control from there on out. You know, yeah. it was like, well, we try to run or I take control of the entire population right here. It's so that's like Khaleesi. Her, that's what that's, she does. That's her character. But to me, like, yeah. she's so great. Like, she gets all this army. She gets all this power. But, but then I she feel, doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. And I feel like she was kind of uh, like at a low point, you know, yeah. right now. And then she's having like this, you know, queenness to yeah, her. I don't know. I don't know. She's but, beginning again, you know. But the thing that annoys me of Khaleesi, like, I love her, but I hate her. And I hate her. Because, like, she has all this power to her, and it just gets out of control because she doesn't know how to handle it. Like, she gets all these armies. She gets all these people to follow her. She gets everything she wants to um, under her command. And then it's like, oh, wait, what am I doing? Uh, because uh, she's very young. She's, like, what, 20? Uh, well, she's supposed to be, like, 18 or 17. And then... I mean, her dragons don't even listen to her. So I mean, what's the point I'm, of having I'm act- a dragon? I really don't like Daenerys. Like, she's one of my least favorite characters, which I know, I know your face. I oh my god, everybody disagrees with me, but I just for like long stretches of time, I disagree with everything that she decides to do. I hate the way that she handles all of her like all of her friends and relationships, and I'm like, this is what is wrong with you? She's like, a man eater. Yeah, she's a man-eater. Exactly. That wasn't what I was thinking, but we'll throw that in there, too. <laughs> I mean, she, she's had, but, like, what, 30 boyfriends by now? Oh, come on. Just, like, no. Just call <laughs> Drogo, and then... Uh, no, after call Drogo was dead, she had, like, a new boy toy, like, basically every single episode. No, it what? was... What? What are you talking no, about? No, it was this, um... It was, like, two, but I mean... No, what's the name of this guy? The one with Sir Jorah. Yeah. And then there was another one before him. Are you sure about that? Yes, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I remember him because he was flawless. <laughs> no, but it's the same guy. They just changed, like, the, the actor. Oh, it's supposed to be the I same think, guy? Yeah. yeah. That was Why the same guy. Why would they do that? He probably didn't want to come back. And they got a better actor for him now, so. Yeah. That is true. This new guy is very cheeky. Like, very... <laughs> yeah, like exactly. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I, I hope that now she's getting help by my favorite Lanny. Um, Hopefully she turns into a better queen because my issue with her is that she has such a great potential to become a great ruler, but she never knows what to do with all her power. Yeah. She just needs to get her stuff figured out. And and yeah. Yeah. I don't think she'll end up in the Iron Throne, though. I just, I don't know. No, I don't think, I don't think she will. I would love to, but I don't think she will. I don't think she will. If this was the last season, she would have been stuck there for the entire season. But, like, you saw everything that they wanted you to see, and then they she broke free on episode four. You know, like, this 
things are moving so fast in the season and it feels so right when you're watching it. It feels yeah. great because like I feel like now they don't have to go buy the books. Like they know how the story ends and they it's know it's very they... liberating for them. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like as a creator and as a showrunner, you can just be like um because I can see how hard uh, when they were going by the books, that was, and why they exactly. deleted certain characters or certain key points because they had no clue how that would translate into a TV format, you know, yeah. in storytelling-wise. Um, kind of with Lady Stoneheart, um, which in the books, if you guys have read the novels, um, the Stark mom, Stark mom, <laughs> comes back as a zombie to help um, Arya. But, like, I could see why they deleted that or decided not to introduce her character now. But now that they really can do whatever they want, it's so much fun. And the pacing is great, and it's like... Yeah, because ooh. last season, I feel like it was not that good. It was lame. So... Well, and now, when you when you think about it, what are we... Are we in the sixth season? Yeah. Yeah. So we have six more episodes left in this season, and then we have shortened seasons for the other two seasons. So let's say that those are seven episodes. There'll be seven to eight episodes. So that's six plus seven, we'll say plus eight. That's, what is that? That's 16, 17, 18, 19? I don't know, bro. I, I, I lost count. So is, what do you say? I, like, it's like less than 20 episodes eight. left. Really, I'm, I, all I, what I'm trying to say is that we have a very, very limited number of episodes left. 22, yeah, you know? twenty-two. We have yeah, like 20, 22? 22 yeah, episodes. If we have six episodes left, and then we have eight and eight. Okay, stop with the math. We have like few episodes eight, yeah. left. Yeah, if it's eight and eight. Six, um, but that is a good point, and I think that's what they're doing right now. I'm like, just Wait stop, talk, just stop talking about numbers. Just quit it. Um, but I'm <laughs> math is all like, I need to, I need to get, I just had to double check the math because I didn't want anybody to hear us and be like, they're a bunch of fools. It is definitely 22. Yeah. Okay. 22 episodes. There's so left. little left. It's, it's almost a done show, you know, and they're very aware of that. Yeah. Um, what I'm excited to see now is I want Khal Drogo to come back. Khal <laughs> Drogo's not going to come what? back. Whoa, what? He's too busy well, that's a being, fan theory right there. being Aquaman. But I love him. Um, I'm excited to see... Jon Snow? No. I mean, yes, but no. I was going to say Bran's story. Like, I just oh, want to yeah. see what he's going to learn. That too. And also, I want to see who is a high sparrow. Like, who is this guy? Yeah. Where does he come from? But he already told the Have you guys heard the fan story. theories about him? Yes, but they're not they're not solid. Like Wasn't it's kind of like no. a cute like the son of a guy who made shoes. I then... I think that it was like fake. Like I'm going to go ahead and call that BS because no. Yeah. I want to see how they're going to conspire against him. That's going to be Ooh, fun. That's nice. And I thought it was so sad like the brother, what's his name? Loras? Yeah, Loras being like, I don't care. I just wanted to stop. That was an amazing scene. Yeah. I I am just... It's all so good right now. And I was so ready to stop watching this show. I'm very... I'm very impressed by this season. Every scene is just like, ooh, yes. This ooh, season yes. is making I'm up... i for all of it. For last season, because last season was a waste of my life. Uh, well, I would call it yeah. a waste of my life, but I would call it, uh, like, um, 
not a priority. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yes, like it wasn't worth my HBO. Yeah, like right bill. now. Right now. Yeah. Every time the episode ends, I'm like, no! And last episode, last season, <laughs> what? <laughs> last season, I was just like, eh, well, okay. We'll the wait. only episode from last season exactly. that got me, like, really, like, ooh, that was good. The last episode? <laughs> I mean. The second to last one. Second to last, yeah. The one where it was, like, the whole battle with the White Walkers. That I was, was really like, good. that was, because it was so beautifully I directed. Like I thought it was beautiful directed honestly i thought it was terribly directed oh 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 i I don't know i'm not gonna get into it because it's a whole breakdown like but i was like this is so confusing this doesn't make any sense and it's so rushed and i just feel very yanked around as an audience member Okay, I kind of well, get what you're saying. This is kind of awkward now. Like no, it was beautifully directed, saying, you guys. Director says no, it sucked. Oh, oh, okay. I'm, I'm D- wait a minute. Yeah. Did Mary just say she agrees with me? A little bit. Slightly. That's the meat of the matter right there. See? I- I'll have to like. We're working together, dude. Okay. Anyway, we have to talk <laughs> this like uh, like another time. Let's, too. Get, let's like, all get coffee and exactly. talk about this. Yeah. For, like another time. Yeah. Um, what I'm definitely super excited about is um, when Danny comes back and she sees all the decisions that Tyrion little made. Yeah. What is she gonna do? And who is this? Ooh, good point. Who is the red woman? Did you, Did you guys see the uh, the, the, the yeah. teaser thingy for for next episode? There Didn't was, watch this. There one. was like no. a young, new red woman. Yeah, I'm really like, excited. I who is this girl? <laughs> Rebecca. Interesting. <laughs> who is this man? <laughs> Um, um, I, I want to see who she is. May- and she was wearing the same necklace as Melisandre. This is like a new, new is one. Is this like a cult? Like, yes. Okay, do you, so do you, do you remember, get like a, like a cool little necklace like every single time? Do you remember this guys who like, were thieves who are Can I get a cool little necklace? I mean, I don't think listen I need to. Listen to me. I don't need to look any younger. Shut up. Oh, I I'm to, listening. I wanted to listen. <laughs> go, go ahead. I wanted to finish so my you job. you remember, I don't know which, um. Uh, which season it was that Arya ran into this, like, group of thieves or something in the forest, and one of them came back from the dead? No, but Oh, continue. my God. And they, um, and they, like, adored the god, like, the fire god. You don't remember that? So there's, like, a whole religion. How do you... Okay, I'm just... Okay. I, I don't know. I, how can you not remember that? I'm a, I'm a little lost myself. <laughs> okay, I'm, just gonna I'm really confused that. right now. I'm like, that happened? Yeah, that happened. Well, okay, that happened. <laughs> Let's see how all this religion stuff develops in Game of Thrones. That's what I'm excited about because I feel like at least the last two seasons, they kind of forgot about the supernatural aspect of Game of Thrones, like of the story, I guess, of the world. Um... So it's kind of cool seeing how all of that incorporates into the story. I have a question, though. I have an answer, maybe? Okay, so Jon Snow's um, sword. Yeah. It's from Valyrian something. Yeah. And that's like magical, right? So he can kill the White Walkers. Yes. But why did he get it? You know, like, who gave it to him? I think it was his dad. His dad? Before he went into Castle Black. His dad? Yeah. 
I cannot confirm because that. Because I feel I'm like that's sure. important. Uh, like, why why just no? Let's fact check this and then like talk about it next episode. We should episode. have like a Game of Thrones special. That would be so fun. Oh my gosh. When the season's a over. What? Like a Game of Thrones episode once the season's over. That would yeah. be so fun. We should do that. You can be invited again, Mathis, if, if you, you wanna, want to if you want to join. <laughs> I'll think about it. Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, so this is the end of our Game of Thrones chat. Yeah. Um, you can baby come back, come back. Baby, come back to me. Come I would back. just like to I would just like to note that Anna said we're gonna talk about Game of Thrones for about ten minutes, so. Come back in 10 minutes. It was 14 minutes, Mathis. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was like 30 minutes. <laughs> I was going to say, there's no way that was 14 minutes. I'd say each of us talked like 14 minutes. <laughs> is more like what it was. Maybe we can split this episode in like... Part one, part two. Yeah. Be like an Avengers movie. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> Maybe. That'll be fun. Um, anyways. So our last topic of the day, night podcast palooza thingy is um so have you as you guys may or may not know there's this tiny small avant-garde festival happening in france right mm-hmm. do you guys know which Canez. festival yeah i've heard Canez of it or con that festival um you have to say it with a french accent con con there, there you go. So in this festival, which is basically the most important film festival in the world, but who, who knew that? Nobody. <laughs> not me, not Matthews, not anybody. Um, so in this festival, apparently, um, and this is something that has been happening even since last year, uh, a female filmmaker cannot step in the red carpet if she's not wearing heels. And their motive behind, um, behind that is because that is it's not appropriate like dress code if you're not wearing heels like it's not formal dress code that's bullshit um so that's what i want to talk about you guys because i know you both have really um interesting opinions on on heels but what caught my attention is that last year do you guys know that film mustang it's a beautiful mustang it was not one of the girls yeah yeah well i believe it was the producer and two of the actresses couldn't walk down the red carpet because they they weren't wearing heels to their own premiere. That happened last year? Yeah, that happened last year. And the reason they gave the festival was because they had knee problems, so they couldn't, it was impossible for them to wear heels. And they were like- Oh, that's even worse. (laughs) I know. So it was like, well, I'm sorry, it's not appropriate dress code. And this year, um, Miss Foster and you guys know whom, whom I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Jodie Foster didn't wear heels? No. She went barefoot. No, Julia Roberts. And Julia Roberts. They both did. They both did? Yeah. And because they were... And they were allowed to do that. Well, nobody knew they were barefoot because they were wearing super long gowns. And, oh, and the that's direct, brilliant. The director of the festival was pissed. Like, Tori, yeah, of course. Terry Fremo was pissed off. And he was like, they have nothing to prove, honestly. Because he was taking it as a feminist move, kind of like, this is us right. rebelling. So he was super pissed, and he was like, they have nothing to prove. You know, their voices are being heard, they're being honored, and they're disrespecting my festival. Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, with dress codes, it's very um, 
like a very touchy subject. Yeah. Because, like in a wedding, if they say it's like formal, and you go casual, well, you're being like kind of uh, disrespectful, you know? Yeah. But there's nowhere, like no part that says that wearing high heels is equal to being formal. Exactly. So, uh, it's just so complicated because especially like thinking of on those filmmakers who literally had knee problems and couldn't wear heels. Like, right. I mean, it's not like that they were wearing flip-flops. Like, if you're wearing flip-flops to a formal event, honey, like, yeah. check yourself. But, I mean, there are, um, like, nice sandals, yeah. like, formal sandals, formal flats, things you can wear instead of heels and still look very yeah. dressed up. So, to me, that's almost really rude. Like, oh, your knees are screwed up. Sorry, you can't walk your own red carpet. Like, like for me, for example, uh, like, a month ago... I went to a wedding and I have like knee problems and I was wearing. Who doesn't wait? Right. I'm a podgy right there. Millennials like our age. <laughs> what female millennial doesn't have knee problems? Because literally, like all of the girls I know my age have knee problems. Uh, well, this like <laughs> I blame my mom for this. So I have knee problems. You have knee problems. My best friend has knee problems. No, but I do have knee problems. Like I cannot run. Like the doctor told me not to run because of my bad knees. Oh, that's... I have knee problems. I'm so sorry. Well, I don't like running, so I don't care. Anyway, so um, the thing is, I went to a wedding. It was, like, formal, like, daytime, but formal. And everyone was wearing high heels. And I was wearing high heels at the beginning. But then my knees started hurting really bad because, like, the, the surface, the floor was, like... Uneven? Yeah, exactly. Very good. Thanks for completing my... Sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I changed to cute sandals, and it was perfectly, and it was perfectly fine. Yeah. Well, this is my thing. Like, and it sucks. Uh, for me, I'm such a short human, <laughs> and I have a baby face, so it's not a great combo. So sometimes, if I'm not wearing like super tall heels, like people are like. Oh, so you're 16. So you're 16. How cool. So, for example, right. like, business meetings. Like, when I went to Mexico City the other day for a, a meeting for our film, like, I was wearing a stilettos the entire day. And I right. wanted to cry. But I committed to those heels. So I was going to wear those heels the entire day. But it shouldn't be that way. Like, it shouldn't be, like... It's a good choice. It should be a choice. And I I don't need an extra, like, eight inches for you to take me seriously. Like, yeah. I'm going to mean business, like, no matter what I'm wearing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, if you're wearing, like, a bathing suit to a business meeting, I'll be like... Mm. Well, I would still mean business. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, do you have an opinion to this, Mathis? I do, yeah. I wanted to hear your guys' opinion first because you speak from experience and I, I have a very outsider's perspective on it. Uh... This is a very interesting topic, though, because, you know, like what you were saying with uh, you had a business meeting, you wore heels. Uh, they say it's a formal event. You have to wear heels. And there's a there's a reason for that, because there's heels do have an effect on the way you look like on what your body looks like. They from make your a legs wide look longer. Yeah. And your butt yeah, look like bigger. 
yeah, you look <laughs> people women look very good in heels. Like it does something to their to their perception. It it's such an it's such a like um it's an edgy thing, it's a fashionista thing, you know, like it just it is high fashion and that's why and that's why they have that rule. They're like, you have to wear heels. And can of course is not going to to um to be lenient on their rules because they're European. They they are supposed to be the highest of fashions and they are very traditional and they don't understand why that's not okay. That being said, beyond seeing like a red carpet photo and saying, Wow, those heels those heels really work for that woman, you know, like that that really does help her look. Beyond that feeling for myself, I I would not want any women to spend any time in heels because it's painful. Everything I've heard and just watching, I just cannot I just cannot condone it. Like I do not wish women to be in heels. And it is a choice. If they really want to, you know, they can, but I see where Can is coming from. I know why they why they did that. It's very close minded of them and for the for the director to say that it's that it is some kind of feminist movement as if heels are are some kind of vehicle for the objectification of a woman like that's that's preposterous like this is not it is that is not about objectification at all that's just comes down to choice that's like i don't i don't want to wear heels Yeah, yeah exactly and if you don't want to wear heels it's one of those things where it's okay you should just be okay with that nobody should be like put in a place where they should have to wear heels to a formal event it is a very formal wear, you know, like you, you can't get beyond that. But but I would never I would never say that that should be a rule for formality. Like I, I understand it is a very societal rule right now, like not written in stone, but it is a like it's an informal rule that you go to a very, very formal event. And women wear heels. But I mean, just given given the pain alone, I would say that that should change, you know? Yeah, I mean. I don't, I've met girls who really love wearing heels. I personally don't. I mean, I do have like one or two, one or two pairs. That's sad. Um, that's like the 10% of all the heels I own um, that are really comfortable. And I'm like, wow, I could spend like 13 hours on this, you know? Mm-hmm. But that's like a weird case and scenario. Yeah, and it's like Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can't even wrap my head around that. Um... But the thing is, why why does society think that, like, my issue comes, like, why does society has this perspective? Like, if you're not wearing heels, you're not being formal. Like, I've read so many articles on girls getting fired for not wearing heels to a business. Right. Because it's not business um, appropriate for, or formal yeah. wear. And that to me is so dumb because I'm like, well, what if this girl has any problems? What if this girl literally doesn't have a pair of heels that's like good or like what if this girl just never learned how to walk in heels which is something that's super common like because some girls really never do learn how to walk in heels yeah it's very hard it it, it has it like it's you need to have like there's a jazz to it like it's something you learn because it's definitely a skill yeah i don't think um like 
I feel growing up. Like, well, nowadays, like, because girls that are 14, 15 are wearing heels that are taller than me. I wore, ho- right. I wore high heels for the first time when I was 16. Yeah, I wore high heels. Like, and they were, like, you know, like, like kidding heels. Yeah. And I couldn't walk. <laughs> and this was me graduating <laughs> high school with tiny little heels. And now you see little girls going to, like, Sweet sixteens with heels that are like this big, like super big. Right. And I'm like, what? Like, what's going on? But I remember, like, I slowly had to learn how to walk in heels. Um, And even now, like, sometimes, and Mary, you know this, um, when we go out, you're like, are you wearing heels? And I'm like, I just don't feel like being Bambi tonight. Like, because some days. Exactly. That's exactly what I, my image, too. Like,. (laughs) You know, um, you just go full gazelle once you put the heels on. Exactly, and it's just we're clumsy. So imagine us with heels. I mean, it's dangerous. Dangerous, dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) No, it really is. Like, yeah. I mean, given if I if I'm wearing heels, like I have to be determined to wear heels the entire night. Yeah, me too. And I'm not gonna let people know that I'm dying because that's just me. Yeah. Um, but why why is this a standard? Like who came up with this? Like I don't know, some man. It's it's an image thing, you know? That's why companies are saying you're fired if if you're not wearing them yeah. because society has locked us into this thing where it is it is like if you walk into a workplace and all the women are wearing heels, it says something about the business. And unfortunately that's the way it is right now, you know? And it's but it's I like think- we are on top of our game. And and nothing looks like a heel, you know? Like, nothing does that effect. That's true. Are you selling me high heels? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? She's like, are you selling me some high heels? Like, what? Uh, no, but I, I agree. I just think it's something that's <laughs> always been there. It's something like, like with different stuff, you know? It's just the thing of, like, fashion and trends and, uh, like, society right. and... Uh, I'm a huge fan right now with heels, like the square heels, because that's so comfortable. comfortable. Um, They're ugly as fuck, but they're so comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) They really are. A square heel, it's basically a heel that is like so... Square. It's a square, but it's so wide. So literally... You feel like more support. Yes. Okay. So it's more comfortable as compared to an estiletto, which is nothing. Like it's Dangerous. 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 Um... But I do love, do love me some stilettos. Yeah, me too, but uh, not all the time. Not all the time. Not, like, this is my thing. If I wear heels, like, I'm fine if I wear them for, like, a night out or a meeting yeah. or special occasions. But if I had to wear heels every single day of my life, I, would, no. I, would, I wouldn't be able to walk, like, Yeah, requiring them for a workplace is absolutely absurd. There's, that's not okay. Like, it's really bad. It's really bad for somebody to yeah. do that. And I think if you are required to wear high heels for whatever occasion, I think, because this is a mistake I've seen with uh, people, is that they just buy whatever pair no. they find. And it's like, you can be wearing high heels. They don't have to be super tall, but they need to fit you. And you also have to break them in. Like, there's so many unwritten rules of wearing high heels yeah. that I wish somebody had. Well, no, my sister taught them to me. My but, mom did to me. Um, props of being the little sis. Um, but it's just one of those things that 
nobody tells you this. Like, nobody's like, oh, you need to, like, break in your heels before you wear them. Yeah, to, like, and, afford. like, True. sometimes, especially with, like, red carpets and... Um, red carpet, like, the red carpet in Ken is 60 meters. Like, right. imagine just walking and then, like, stopping for paparazzi to take your photos. And going up the stairs of the palace. I would kill myself. And I you know cry. 70% of them have not broken their heels. Yeah, yeah because they're designers. Because like, why else here. would they be wearing heels, you know? They w they're not wearing them out, you know? They're not yeah. doing things with them to break them in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, to break in my high heels, I sometimes just walk around my house in them. But <laughs> my sister showed me a phenomenal trick, which is with a blow dryer. You blow dry the inside oh. of the shoe, and then you put socks on, and you, like, wear them with socks and just walk around the house for, like, five minutes, and that breaks them in. Oh, wow. But That's why do they, like, open? Wow. Like, I don't know how she figured it out, but... Go tip. Go tip. Yeah, but there's a really funny story to that origin. Uh, I don't know if she saw it on the internet or not, but I tried it and it was great. Yeah. And I do think um, wearing high heels should be a choice. Yeah, definitely. Um, they are, there, are, there are other ways to look formal mm -hmm. without wearing high heels. I mean, if, you're, if you want someone to look formal, don't... like. Blah, blah, blah. You can even wear like cute no. loafers, you know. No, like, yeah, but like there are people who show up half dressed, you know, with those dresses that are not dresses, <laughs> and they. But oh, they are wearing high heels. Yes, let them in. That's stupid. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Makes no sense in my head. She's right. talking about the crop top dresses. No, 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 no. I'm talking about those naked dresses. They're like the things in your nipples, and then that's it. <laughs> You're like, oh, wow. The Kardashian dresses. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. But they have the heels on, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, that is a really good point. Like, if we're going to get all strict. You, like, get on. together. Yeah, if we're gonna get all strict on like what's formal wear and what's not formal wear, like half of yeah. the things these girls are wearing on the red carpet are They're like, "Honey, this is not formal. You would not be having dinner with a prince wearing it like this, if you know what I mean." Therefore, it's not formal. Like that's a, there. That's a good gauge right there. Yeah, I'm awesome. I'm smart. I know. <laughs> they should hire me for this shit. What is this? Just let them, like, letting people in. <laughs> like a bouncer? <laughs> but it can. It's more glamorous. <laughs> it's a fashion bouncer, though. Yeah. So no one really gives you trouble. You just push them over and they fall over because they're in <laughs> Because of their high heels. That's awful. You guys are awful. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I have to say, I think the, the biggest takeaway from this podcast is that hairdryer trick. Whoever listens to this <laughs> is just going to be like, that's the most important thing that was said this entire podcast. Yes. Honestly, yes. Pro tips. Pro tips. That's a good one. Major key alert. <laughs> um, anyways, this, been, this has been fun, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in, you guys. Thank Thanks you so much, Mathis. Mathis. Yeah. yeah. For being yeah, here. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, anyways, thank you so much, you guys. Um, if you want to check out, you should give us your, your, your info of Hello and Adieu. So if somebody liked what you had to say, they can check out Hello and Adieu. All right, yeah. If you guys would like to check out my um, my podcast, it's called Hello and Adieu, like Anna just said. Um, 
If you want to email us, you could email us at uh, helloandadu at gmail.com. That's H-E-L-L-O-A-N-D-A-D-I-E-U at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at helloandadu. Yeah, if you're into silly stories or um, spirituality or culture, those things in particular, we talk a lot about them. (laughs) So come check us out if you would like any of those things. It's really fun. It is fun. I love it. Big fan. (laughs) <laughs> um, so thank you, Mathis. Thank you so much. Um, and if you guys want to check us out, but not physically, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, like our social media <laughs> account. I mean, if you do, just don't tell me because I'll be angry. But no, don't, don't do even give it. them the no, idea. Don't, no, no, stop it. Don't listen to her. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, just um, it's at the coffee run underscore. And if you want to send the us the coffee email, run underscore. Yeah. And if you want to send us an email, it's uh, coffee run. Wait, I got this. I know this by heart. Okay. So why don't you do If it? you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at coffee run podcast. That's like coffee and then run and then podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> we, we, we. That's honestly, our favorite part. <laughs> yes. My favorite time you guys did the plug was that one time when Anna was like, that's uh, coffee, what I'm drinking right now, run, what I'm going to do after this, and podcast, what we're doing right now. <laughs> that was so good, yeah. That was I was like, funny. wow, that was so smooth. I, that was unbelievable. I mean, I just, sometimes I get this moments where I'm like, yeah, so Sometimes clever. you're walking in the light, yep. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. Thanks, guys. Thanks. So, um, it's coffeerompodcast at gmail.com. That's for an email. I'm for Twitter at coffeeron. No, what? At the coffeeron. At the coffeeron. <laughs> okay. This is why we never get emails because we never get it right. Yeah. So, at the coffeeron underscore on Twitter and coffeeronpodcast at gmail.com for an email. Yes. Send us cute things, babies. Um... No, send us an email, like, great on stuff. Not cute things, because that's not very objective. And, you know, what? it's cute for me might not be cute for you or the person who sent it. So don't Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's all calm down. That was a comment. Anyways, you guys, thank you so much oh my for joining us tonight. Um, it was a lot of fun. Thank you, Mathis. Thank you, Mathis. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.